Hello and welcome to Chasing the Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Lynn Holver, a digital nomad, world traveler, dreamer, and lover of life. Currently, I'm a social media marketer, a freelancer, and I'm totally obsessed with inspiring other women to dream bigger and live bolder. Each week, I'll be featuring women who have successfully created location-independent lifestyles that give them the freedom to live life on their own terms and how you can do the same. My goal is to show you that your dreams are possible and how much opportunity you have to not only create an income online, but also to make a real difference. So if you're ready to start living a life that excites you by learning from others who have already done it, then you're in the right place. Are you ready? Let's go. All right. Hello, everyone. We're on. Welcome back to another show. I've actually really been looking forward to this episode today because it's with one of my friends who I met. Oh, gosh. Now I'm blanking on when we met. Uh, a couple years ago, I want to say. Um, we both started out in the same network marketing company. Or we both were introduced through the same network marketing company a couple years ago. And our paths have been super similar and we have stayed connected over the past couple of years. And it's just been really cool to uh, yeah, stay in touch with each other and hear about what each other is doing and everything like that. So I'm really excited to introduce her to you guys today. So her name is Nafsika Zakarakis, and her title that she gives herself, which I totally love this, is she is a millennial trying to figure her life out and chase freedom along the way. It's amazing. So a little bit about her uh, from her pre-med track, which she was doing in college, to being a nanny, to following what makes her light up inside. At the ripe young age of 25, she is still a work in progress, and aren't we all? She values vulnerability, difficult conversations, and feeling uncomfortable AF on a daily basis. Human connection is something she is naturally good at, and she's excited while also feeling hesitant and nervous to harness her strengths into something magical. And freedom and living life the way that you want to design it is also a core value for her, and her goal is to ignite more women to live their lives on a bigger more vulnerable and messy basis, which is so amazing just reading that. I love what she stands for. So Nafsika, thanks so much for coming on today. Thanks for having me, Lynn. I'm so excited. Yeah. So as I was just saying, we were just talking about this actually a couple minutes ago, how our paths have been super similar and mm-hmm. we've stayed in touch with each other and the things I think that we're both working towards are very similar and kind of our visions for our future and our goals that we have for ourselves is definitely along a similar path. So can you kind of tell us a little bit more about you? So you're 25 right now, you are working remotely, so you can dive more into that, but also just kind of share with us who you are where you started and what your journey's been like so far. Yeah, of course. I would love to. So I started, like I mentioned in my bio, as a pre-med student. So in college, I studied neuroscience, thought I was going to be a doctor. And the reason that I wanted to be a doctor, I tell people all the time, is because I wanted to help people and I wanted to make a lot of money. So I was like, oh yeah, I could do that being a doctor. I love math and science. Like, cool, I'm just going to go that path. And after I graduated college, I was taking a gap year working as a clinical research coordinator in a hospital in Boston. And I realized soon, a few months into working there, 
it just really wasn't what I wanted to be doing. I saw the doctors and the nurses and the hospital administrators and the pharmaceutical companies. Like I worked with every aspect of the healthcare industry and everyone hated their jobs. Like they were miserable. Monday came, they were all complaining. They were talking about what they were doing on the weekends. And then it was like countdown till Friday. Friday comes, everyone's excited. Everyone's happy. And like, I'm a naturally positive person. Like I was happy no matter what day of the week it was, but the people around me weren't that way. And people were just looking forward to vacations. They were looking forward to getting out of the hospital and getting out at the end of the day even. And I realized like, that's not what I want to be doing. And I saw the lives of the doctors and I had spoken to people around me who were physicians. And I was like, wow, I really don't want to be doing this. So I always tell people I had like a quarter life crisis at like 22. I was like every area of my life, you know, everything I did in high school and in college was to get to this point, to go to med school, to study for the MCAT, to get in, to get the recommendations, internships. Like I did everything. And then I was like, oh my God, like I'm not, this isn't what I want to do anymore. I don't even know what to do with myself. Like, I don't even know what my passions are or like what, what I'm good at because this is all I've known. So exactly at that time was when I was introduced to network marketing and tiosogenics. And it was like the perfect time. I'd never heard of the industry before. I'd never heard of the company before. I was into health and wellness. I was a fitness competitor in college. I loved working out, going to the gym. So it was just like a perfect piece of the puzzle for me. It was like a perfect thing that I wanted to be doing. I was so like excited about it. And I like started building a network marketing business in the pockets of my day. Little do you know, at age, like I was 22 at the time, I knew, like I said, nothing about network marketing. I didn't know anything about sales or like brand awareness or promoting a product or anything. I was like, for sure, one of those annoying people that like messaged my friends from like high school and middle school and like aunts and uncles, like just genuinely, it was very innocent. It was like, genuinely, like, I love this product. I love this company. I was really excited. I was introduced to the freedom lifestyle and like the laptop lifestyle. If people could see me right now. I'm like making quotes and I talk with my hands. So it's, I'm still doing that. Um, but I was, that was when I was really introduced to like working remotely, traveling and making an income and building a business. Like I had never thought of working from my computer, working remotely before. And so I was like that annoying person who messaged everybody and was like, Oh my God, like check this out. Nobody answered my messages, obviously. Um, a few people got started with me actually, cause I called them and I was really excited, but I just think, you know, at 22, there are 22 year olds who are very successful in network marketing, very successful in that business. But for me, like I was so immature and I was so uncertain and I felt very like unworthy. And I felt very like rejected every time somebody didn't answer a message or somebody didn't want to say yes and join me in my business or with the products or whatever. So it was like, I was very fragile and like being in network marketing when you're very fragile is extremely difficult because you take everything personally and you feel like you're doing something wrong and there's already a lot of stigma around it. So if you're not like a 10 out of 10 in your confidence and belief in the business and the company and all of that, like you just start second guessing yourself and thinking that you're a crazy person. And I was going through some mental health stuff at the same time and some physical health 
issues too. So for me, like that, it's just kind of like exacerbated things because I feel like network marketing can put a magnifying glass on like all of your insecurities and like all of the things that you still have to work on. That's why there's so much personal development attached and because you have to be the best version of yourself to be successful in network marketing. And I wasn't. So I struggled and I kind of went up and down. I was on this roller coaster, like one foot in, one foot out. And after like two and a half years of doing that, I decided that I was just going to like take a break, like just not even focus on my network marketing business, like still love the company, still love the business model of network marketing and the opportunity that exists there. But I was like, I just feel like I'm, I'm forcing myself into like, you know, what they say, like a square thing and a round peg or whatever. Like I felt like I was forcing myself into that because I did want freedom and I did want to work remotely. And I knew that I didn't want a nine to five anymore. And so I ended up being a nanny for a little while. Didn't like that. Um, In the meantime, I ended up moving cross country from the East coast to the West coast almost a year ago now um, and moving to San Diego, which I love. And that was just, you know, continuing, like I mentioned my bio to follow the things that excite me or follow the things that were going to make me happy. Um, and living somewhere where there's sunshine 365 days a year and that there's no real winter. I was like, that's going to make me happy. That's going to make me feel good. I don't know what I'm going to do for work there. I don't even know what that's going to mean for me. I don't know where I'm going to live, but like, I know it's going to make me happy. So let's just do that and then figure out the rest later. And that's been like really, a a big mantra and like guiding principle for me all throughout my life, especially the past year. Like if this makes me happy, let's do it, figure out the rest later. And I feel like a lot of my best decisions have come before I was ready. Just making the, making the decision, taking action, like what I, and there's another saying that's like, shoot, aim or whatever, like with the arrow, I forget what it is, but it's like shoot, fire, aim or something. Basically like taking the action and then aiming to like get it right uh, once okay. you do it. Um, I'll find it and be like, oh yeah, that was <laughs> different. Um, but yeah, so now I work, I had like a, an eight, like a 60 hour a week sales job before the job that I have right now where I was doing sales in an office, working for a really cool company, again, with health and wellness and fitness for women, which I loved, but I was like, I live in San Diego. It's sunny every day. It's beautiful. I live near the beach. Like I don't want to be in an office 60 hours a week and then just live for the weekends or like when I get out of work. So I went back into the remote remote life, remote work area. And I've been doing that for the past like six months now and finding that it's not all that I thought it was going to be at this point. So I can definitely elaborate more on that, but that's kind of like my story up until present day. Okay. So what you are doing right now, do you just want to touch on that really quickly? Like what exactly are you doing for working remotely right now? So I work for a coaching program in sales. So I do remote sales for a coaching program. So I work from home or I work from coffee shops. I also do like um, organic lead generation and community support. So I'm on Facebook Messenger throughout the day. I'm in the Facebook group, you know, responding to messages for the community, um, responding to posts and things like that. Um, And then booking sales calls to sell the coaching program. Okay, gotcha. Wow. Yeah. Even, okay. For one, your journey is just so amazing to me. Everything that you have gone through in the past, what has it been? Two years, three years since you graduated? Um, three years. 
three years. Yeah, yeah three years. Was two, I just hit my two-year mark, and I'm like, oh my gosh, graduated yeah. two years ago. Um, yeah, even when you were talking about network marketing and just being this 22-year-old, I started my network marketing business when I was 22, too. And I was like, when you were talking about how you were that person that was like messaging everyone, you know, and like blurting out like word vomiting, like paragraphs, probably that's what I was doing and not getting message replies and just coming from a place of desperation when you're trying to start a business because you are banking on it so hard. It's such an awful place to be in for yourself. Mm. Like it's so hard. So I, when you were talking about that, I was like, oh my gosh, it just, it brought me back to when I was first starting my business. and just feeling so desperate every day because you wanted to make it work so bad. And it's, yeah, when you're saying like, it's, it's, uh, if you're fragile, especially network marketing that already has a bad stigma. And if you're fragile and just relying on or focusing on rejection and what people think of you or getting down on yourself, it's just, it's so hard to build a business that way. But you and I have both seen how amazing network marketing can be too. Um, so when you were kind of at that place, well, I guess let's go to back to college. You said you were doing pre-med. So what made you want to even take the leap into, um, like pursuing isogenics or pursuing network marketing in the first place? Like what was that thing that really drew you there most? So for me, it was there's a bunch of things, but like, I am very open. And like, I, if I see people doing something that I like, I'm like, oh yeah, like I want to do that too. And I'm very driven by community. And I saw like the community that Isogenics had of young people who were traveling. Like I, it was, it's such a network marketing, like tool where you watch a video and like educate the other person. And like, I still remember to this day exactly where I was when I watched the first video about the young people, the start your life movement in isogenics. And I literally was speechless and I like cried. Like I was like, Oh my God. Like I didn't think it was cheesy. I didn't think it was a gimmick. I didn't think it was salesy. Like, yeah, I'm from the East coast. I was kind of skeptical. Like what the heck are these people doing? But I like had that like little glimmer and like glimpse of hope and like excitement where I was like, oh my God, like this, I didn't even know that this was possible or I had no idea that this existed. And that was what really like drew me in and like has still hooked me like three and a, three and a half years later, like to this day where I'm still like, I see people around me doing it and I know that it's possible and like the leverage and the opportunity and the, the financial opportunity that's there. Like it exists. It's real. Yes. It's hard work, but like, it's totally possible. And that was what was the most attractive part to me, especially the young people, because like, I didn't want to do it by myself. Like right now I'm working by myself and it sucks. And I didn't want to do it by myself. I didn't want to do it with people my parents' age. I didn't want to do it with people who were necessarily young, like, younger than me or a lot older. Like I wanted to do it with people who are my age because they were going to be my friends and they were going to be my business partners and people who got it and wanted to live a similar lifestyle. So that was like the major attraction factor. Yeah. I love that. That was exactly the same as it was for me. I still, like what you were saying, you remember where you were when you watched the first video about start and like this is turning into ice and getting stock a little bit, but I, I still remember where I was too. And it was the exact same thing. Like everything you just described was exactly the way I felt too. So you said you were building your business for about two and a half years. What was, I mean, for anyone on the outside listening in, regardless of whether 
they've tried to build a business or do freelancing or do a side hustle or something like anything like that, regardless of whether or not they've done that. I just say that because regardless of whether or not they know what that's like, what was the, I guess, deciding factor for why you decided to take a sit out after you were building this and you were like, okay, this is what I want to do. And I know that like, this can lead me to the future that I want. What, what like challenges were you coming against that made you decide to take a step back? That's a really good question. So for me, it, there was a few things um, that made that kind of caused that decision for me. And I really just lack of consistency. Like I was like, okay, like, you know, one week or one month, I would like be super consistent, do something every single day for my business. And then the next week or the next month, I would like do nothing or it would be longer than that. And I had absolutely no momentum and I had like no desire. Like I started to resent my business and I started to like resent network marketing or like just just have a really negative outlook towards it very consciously and very aware. But I just like determined that I needed to take a break. It's almost like there's like the quote, like go slow to go fast. And I was like, I need to go really slow. I need to focus on other things. And I was like moving across the country and I was doing all these things and people do all those things and still build a super successful business. But for me too, like I was still dealing with like mental and physical health issues. And I knew that I needed to like focus on those and really take care of myself and like not worry about posting on social media or not worry about prospecting people or not worry about creating relationships. Like I needed to worry about the relationship with myself um, because I kept self-sabotaging. Like I knew in order to have success, I was going to have to be the best version of myself. And I used to like do pretty well and I'd bring people on board and I would hit these ranks and then I would like fall off the face of planet earth. And like, I wouldn't respond to my people. I wouldn't coach my people. I would avoid I would avoid doing my work. I would avoid like talking to people about the things that I needed to talk to them about. And then I would screw them over. I would screw myself over. And like, there was no real, like not even, it was like a little bit of like a lack of integrity. And I was like, wow, like I really need to like make sure that this is really what I want to be doing. It was also like a takeaway. I was like, I'm going to take it away. And after a year, if this is still what I want to be doing, then I'm going to go back into it and jump two feet in. But like, this doesn't have to be the only way to freedom. This doesn't have to be the only thing that I need to do, but I needed to like really personally for my own like sake, just like take a break and like really see if this was what I wanted to do and see what my life without network marketing was going to look like. Oh, wow. That's so powerful. So you said something that caught me when you were just talking there is you said that, that wasn't the only path to freedom for you. So at that time, what was it that you were really trying to pursue for yourself? It wasn't even like anything in general. Like I had just moved to San Diego and I was working that sales job, working 60 hours a week. So I was doing a lot and I was tired. Um, And for me, it was more like I needed to just work on myself. And like, yeah, you can work on yourself again. Like I'm saying the same thing over and over, but like you can work on yourself and still build your business. Like you don't have to like take a break or you don't have to like sit out or do any of those things. But like for me, like 
I'm very all or nothing. Like I'm either going to do it and I want to crush it and I want to be really successful. Like I don't want to just like dip my toe in because that doesn't work. That's where you don't build the momentum. You're not consistent. Like you're, you're just not feeling good. And like when I wasn't excited about my business or I wasn't excited about the opportunity, like I couldn't be excited for other people. And so I really wasn't even focusing on anything else but myself and really figuring out like how I could improve my skills as a leader and as a saleswoman and as like in my, in my job, like in my like nine to five, how could I become the best version of myself? So then I could get excited and passionate about finding other opportunities and stepping back into network marketing. Wow. I think that's so brave of you to, I don't know, just admit that to yourself and to admit that to other people and just say, Hey, you know, there's nothing wrong with needing to take a step back. And I feel like so many people have, I don't know whether it's pride issues or just not wanting to admit that maybe it's not the right time for this in their life. And just, I need to focus on other things right now and not focus on this, but that doesn't mean that you're giving up. That doesn't mean that you're a failure. And I think it happens to so many people where they just think that they're failing at something when really they just maybe need to take a couple steps back or reevaluate or come to it at a different time. So I really like how vulnerable you are about that and transparent you are, because I think that that's something that a lot of people can relate with. Um, So since taking the step back and doing what you're doing now, what maybe like other things that you've been working on recently, like that you've been going through and learning about yourself and everything like that? So much. Yeah. There's something about moving across the country, um, that just ignites like a lot of uncertainty and like fear. Um, and I actually want to backtrack for a second because you said some things about the last thing that I said. I was like, yeah, like I felt so much fear and so much, like, I felt like I was quitting. Like when I decided to take a year off, like I felt like I was taking the easy route out or that I was quitting. And I was like, I'm not a quitter. I always grind. I always hustle. I like finish things until the end and all these things. And then it's like, actually, being like, no, like this is actually more powerful for me to do. The harder option for me was to take a break than it was to just like keep trying to go and keep moving through something that wasn't working. Mm. So I wanted to like say that too, because it's okay to feel like you're failing. Like it's okay to feel like you're quitting, but just know that you're actually not. Mm. And that like sometimes the harder option is to like stop rather than keep trying and keep pushing and like reevaluate and see what's working and what's not working. Mm. Um, and then as far as like things that I've like learned now and what I've been focusing on, um, since like taking the year off and since moving to California is really like how important career and like finances are to your overall happiness. Mm. I feel like I focus so much on like mental and physical health. And I've said that over and over again, even so far in this episode, like my mental and physical health weren't good. So then I had to like take care of myself and do that. But what I'm now very recently realizing is like your career health and your financial health are also huge pieces of like overall mental and physical health and being like a human being. And if your finances aren't in a good spot and your career, you're not feeling fulfilled or aligned or things like that. Like it literally affects every area of your life. And like, I'm the first person to say, like, I have struggled financially. Like since moving to California, there's been times where like my debit card has literally been in the negatives and like overdrawn my account and like been in debt, like credit card debt, student loan debt, like it's still there. And 
it's like that transparency and that openness is something that's very new to me. Cause I've been, it's been so easy for me to be like, yeah, like I've struggled with depression. I've struggled with binge eating disorder. I've struggled with all these things and like negative self-talk. But when it comes to like the nitty gritty of finances and then like not liking my career or wanting to change careers, like that's been something that's been harder for me to share. And now I'm seeing like it really affecting every area of my life. Mm. So that's what I've like kind of turned my focus on because I know it's going to affect my physical and mental health. And so I have a really good handle on my physical and mental health, but now I feel like I've done the personal development. I've done all these things. Now I need to work on like my career and having a good like financial plan and story and like relationship with money. So I enrolled like almost two months ago now in this leadership academy that's based in San Diego. And it's unlike anything I've ever done before. Cause you know, I've gone to events and I've had coaches and I've read books and podcasts and all of those things. And I feel like I'm like, I always say like, Oh, I'm a personal development junkie. I love personal development, which is so true, but I've never done something that's been like experiential, meaning like it's in person and it's an experience. Like you go through the personal development live and you experience it with between like 30 to 70 other people in a room all together. And not only is it not just like one day or a weekend, it's five weekends spread out over four months. Mm -hmm. So it's like you go for like Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all day. You have this weekend of intense leadership development. And then you go back into your own world and into your own life for like a month. And then you come back a month later and you do it again in a different way. And you focus on different things, but it gives you an opportunity to like integrate the things that you've learned into your life, but then be able to go back into that container and back into that environment to see what worked and what didn't work. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited for that because I have very clear intentions and goals for that with like really figuring out what I want to do next for my career. And also like I've really realized that the core of everything that I've struggled with is worthiness and feeling worthy because anybody who has a struggle with their finances or struggle with relationships or with food or their body or with their career, like I believe that the core stem of it is your worthiness conversation. And I've just like any kind of fear, any kind of lack mentality or any kind of struggle or anxiety or overwhelm, like you can trace it down and keep asking questions and keep digging. And it's going to come down to not feeling worthy of that thing that you're not achieving or that you're not getting yourself to. So that's like my main focus with this leadership Academy is like just feeling worthy and feeling like you and I have talked about this outside of this episode and just feeling like this, like we're all worthy because we're human beings. And it's easy to say that. And it's easy to look at you and be like, oh my God, Lynn, like you're so worthy. Of course you are. Like you're amazing. But then like when you look at yourself to say those things and really feel those things by yourself, like that's where I struggle the most and what I'm ready to like really hone in on. Oh my gosh. Everything you just said in the past, like three minutes or five minutes or whatever that was, was hundred percent can relate with everything. I just, that's exactly the way I feel. I just, everything is the more we talk, the more I'm like, we're just so similar. Like we're so similar in the way we think. And yeah, I can definitely see your potential in it. Like you were right. Like it's so easy to look at everyone else's potential and to say, you know, I can see that in them and I can see that in them and say it to other people, but it's so much harder to say it for ourselves. Um, and to actually live that and not to say it, but to actually believe it and to live that out every day and you're right it shows up in every area 
of our lives. So I'm really excited to see how this Leadership Academy changes uh, you and to hear about all the breakthroughs you have. So I guess after that Leadership Academy and moving forward, where do you really want to go as far as directions and next steps? And what are you really working towards, I guess, overall? So one of my main focuses is, so I mentioned earlier, like the takeaway, right? You take something away and then it can make you want it even more. Like just think about anything. Like if you take sugar away, then you want it more. If you're take a boy away, then you like want him more or like anything like that. And I've realized like with network marketing, like when I took it away and after a few months, I was like, whoa, like I actually want this more than ever. And I see the opportunity now and I see like how I can show up. I have two and a half years of experience and like I'm now 25 instead of 22. And just like that shift in myself, I know is going to allow me to like be successful. And I already know what I've struggled with and I know where my hiccups are and like where my roadblocks are. So that awareness now can allow me to like bless and release and really like let go of those things a lot faster. So I will be, I'm excited for after the Leadership Academy ends the beginning of January to be relaunching my business in February um, and being very intentional about that and really like serious and, and just taking my time and knowing like I have until February and then even after February, I have all the time. Mm-hmm. And there's no like deadline and there's no like, this isn't going away. This opportunity isn't going away, but giving myself time to like ease into it and not feeling any pressure, but then having a sense of urgency as it gets closer. And as I begin is really important to me. And like my vision, I have all of these mentors and I have all of these people that I want to model. And then I look for and towards in my life because I see them doing the things that I want to be doing. So I know you and I have talked to like Lori Harder, for example, she like always comes off the top of my head because I know her personally and I, I follow her very closely and you know, her involvement with network marketing is really inspirational and like the success that she's had. And like, I really like, it's really hard for me to say, and I know, find myself hes- hesitating, but like, I see myself like following in her footsteps and like building my business. And I think that having, you know, diversifying your streams of income is really important. And network marketing is such a beautiful opportunity and something that I feel like we'll be here forever, but there's also an opportunity for the market to be saturated. So just understanding like there is urgency there and knowing like that when you build this and then you can have it for the rest of your life is really powerful and like nothing else. I've looked at so many other business opportunities. I've had the past year to do that. And like, I've looked at other things and like, while I think they're all viable and beautiful and like you can be super successful, like I'm biased, obviously, but network marketing takes the cake for me and there's nothing else out there like it. So I am really excited and ready to like focus on that and then like build my business, build my team. And once I'm, you know, I don't know where the end goal is with that or where that place is, but do some like writing and do some events and retreats and like do a lot of in-person because I've realized like with my remote job now, like I am by myself a lot of the day. And yes, I have phone calls and I do sales and I'm on the phone a lot of the times or coaching people 
you know, through Facebook or through Facebook Messenger, it's not the same right. as even doing a video call or being in person. And I've realized that's what drives me and that's what excites me. Like I mentioned in my bio, like that human connection and that per like in person. So doing things like that is something that I'm really looking forward to on um, even like hosting my own things or being a guest on um, and just allowing myself to be able to travel and like take time off or build my schedule that way that I want. I know the things that I don't like, like being in a cubicle or working, you know, nine to five or things like that. So really just, again, like continuing to follow the things that make me happy and make me feel good and, and figuring out the rest later. I don't know how, but like, I know what, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and I know why. No, I love that. And I feel the exact same way. It's like, you don't always need to know how, I mean, you don't, like you don't need to know all the individual steps. You just need to know like your overall vision and just trust that all the little things along the way are going to get you to where you want to go. And even if it's not the exact way or the exact thing you think, like, what am I trying to say? Even if it's not exactly what you picture it to be, like it's still going to get you to where you ultimately want to be. And so I, I always just appreciate how insightful you are and how open and self-aware you are because like even hearing you speak you you really do value like your personal development and you know like that you have all these goals and dreams for yourself and you know that you're going to reach them but you also are taking time to like focus on where you are in the moment and realize what you need to work on realize what you like need to overcome and everything like that so I'm so excited to see where everything ends up for you and I know we'll stay in touch along the way so I'm really excited for that. Um, Thank you. You said it so beautifully. (laughs) So I guess just to wrap it up, you've obviously been through so much in the past couple of years, as we've talked about, if there was something that maybe you could say to your younger self or someone who is maybe at a similar position to where you were right out of college, what's something that you would say to them, like looking back? This is actually easy for me, actually. Um, I would say, I know, right? Like there's so many things, but there's one thing that sticks out to me. And I've said this over and over again, especially the last few months, like moving to California, just like rock my world in the best and worst ways. But I would say the people that you surround yourself with are so important. Like bottom line, like I'm where I am today. And I know I'm going to get to where I want to be because of the people that I have around. Like family, friends, business connections, like acquaintances, like it doesn't matter. Like, I just know that I have like this network of people that love me and support me unconditionally, no matter what I do, no matter if I tell them that I'm in debt or no matter if I tell them that I'm not building a network marketing business anymore, no matter like what it is, like they don't support me or love me for just one part of what I'm doing. It's like, they really support and love me for who I am as a human being. And that's so unique to have. And I'm so grateful for that. And that's really what's like allowed, like just been though, like made the world of a difference. So anyone who's like struggling or trying to figure out like what they want to be doing or how to build this freedom lifestyle, just like go to the people around you. And if you don't have a good network or a good community or support system, like keep finding them. I mean, my network and my community, it's not people that I've known for five, 10, 15 years. It's people that I met in the last two to three years. And like, they feel, I feel like I've known them my entire life. And I feel like I have like these soul sisters and these soul connections that are recent. 
and they don't have to be like time doesn't matter and quantity doesn't matter. It's literally about quality. So, and you hear that and it's so cliche, but it's so true. So like anyone who's struggling, just like seek out people around you that support you and love you unconditionally. And I would say the same thing to my younger self, like go now, like you are creating these relationships, you're creating this community and these people around you. And just like, take care of yourself, take care of them. And they're going to take care of you and, and support you all along the way. Because like, without that, like, we're not here to just struggle or even succeed alone. Oh, it's beautiful. I love that. It's the best thing you can say. And that's something that I've really learned <clears throat> over the past couple of years too, is the people that you surround yourself with. I think there's people that you need to be around that are, um, like like-minded in the way that you are as far as your career and having vision and wanting to do the same things. I've realized how important that is. But also like you were saying, just people who will support you no matter what, your friends, your family, who might not necessarily have the same goals as you do, but are still there for you and will say, you know what, no matter what you choose to do, it's not about what you achieve or anything like that. It's just about the person you are and I'm going to support you no matter what. So I think that's totally just as important. Um, so I love that you said that. Awesome. Well, this has been so fun. Oh my gosh. I, the time has flown by, but thank you so much for coming on and sharing everything that you've been through and all of your insight and wisdom. And I know that people will get a lot out of it. So thank you so much for your time. Yeah. Thank you for having me, Lynn. So fun. Yes. And <laughs> I know we'll be in touch. I know we'll, I don't know, we've been talking about <laughs> moving to Bali or somewhere together in the next year or so. So yeah. anything that happens in the future, I know that we'll stay in contact no matter what. So I'm excited to see what happens. Me too. Awesome. Well, um, so if people want to connect with you last thing, um, and just maybe ask you questions or advice or anything like that, what would be the best way to connect with you? Instagram is my hub. So it's my name, Nafsika Zakrakis with an underscore. And I'm the only one on Instagram with that name. So you won't find many others. And yeah, you can follow me, DM me, ask me questions, whatever. Check out my crazy Instagram stories. Yeah. Uh, that's where I live most of the time. Love it. All right. And I'll link it in the notes too. So you guys can find it there. All right. Well, thanks again for listening and I'll see you guys next week. And Nastika, I will talk to you soon. Thanks, Lynn. <laughs>